Welcome into At The Podium, episode 13, brought to you by the fine folks at SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I am your host, Michael Kist, and today, as per usual, we have three new press conferences for you. Doug Peterson's post-game presser details the Eagles' success over the Redskins on Monday Night Football in their 28-13 win. He also gives his feelings on their performance. Same goes for Carson Wentz on his day at the office. In the third press conference, Doug gives us some encouraging updates on the injury statuses of Jason Peters and Timmy Jernigan. As we saw, Peters went down last night with an apparent ankle injury, and Timmy Jernigan is dealing with back spasms, but Doug remains hopeful that they will contribute in full this upcoming Sunday for a wildly important divisional game with the Dallas Cowboys. Huge implications in that one. We've got you covered all week with all the news and analysis you'll need here at Bleeding Green Nation. Stay tuned and make sure you're caught up and fully prepared for week 14. And let's kick it over to these press conferences right now. Well, I, I think we uh, offensively executed uh, extremely well, especially on that first drive. Um, thinking back, I mean, I, I, you know, um, <clears throat> had a nice nice mix of run and pass and, and, and didn't kind of get everybody settled in. But uh, I thought that, uh, you know, the guys have really uh, focused in, um, you know, this week and, and uh, did a nice job. I mean, it was it was really good to see. Point of emphasis tonight for the defense was run stopping. Has a problems the last few weeks. Adrian Peterson's a load, except for the one run. Yeah, pretty pretty darn good job. Yeah, you know, I mean, we knew going in that uh, possibly have to, you know, uh, stop the run again. Um, and I uh, thought they thought they, you know, for the most most part throughout the game, did a nice job of that. I, I really felt like our corners, quite frankly, were able to to come up and, and make some make some. Uh, uh, tackles for losses, or at least uh, some minimal gains on the perimeter when, when you know, uh, a big back like that that bounces outside. So, yeah, they did a nice job. On the two-point conversion, uh, when you wound up seven, you went for two and you got it. I understand that the math is, you know, you go up two scores there, but what is the uh, deeper math there? Deeper math? Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I mean. Gosh, now you're throwing me for a loop. Deeper math was just trust the math and trust uh, to go up two scores. I mean, that was the right thing to do. And, yeah, it was just it was the right thing to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there's anything deeper than that. First time this year that you guys won back-to-back games. Are, are you seeing things start to turn around like you said last week? I, you know, I, I think that I think this group, um, first of all, a Brazilian group, you know, and as you know, and I've said that a lot, and um, this group doesn't, uh, doesn't let a lot bother them. And, and – I think what you've seen now at these last couple of weeks, we started to get some guys back healthy a little bit. You know, we're not we're not there yet, but but we're getting close. And um, I think I think things are kind of kind of clicking a little bit. You know, especially uh, you know the offense is kind of you know work through some things and some rhythm and timing and, and getting more guys involved. And and um, you know I, I think that's starting to take take shape just a little bit. And defense is gaining confidence the young guys are are maturing and and playing well and and you know um you know we we need that we need that right now we need that sort of shot in the arm and that that picked me up and i believe this is the first two two game winning streak you know this season and uh you know it's it's a great time to you know start winning is Corey back to where he was last year with the way he's uh uh clement Corey's Corey's. i think Corey's back i mean i think he's the last couple of weeks, he's shown that um, he, he's run extremely hard. He's, he's, you know, he's obviously a, a, a one of our core teams players. But yeah, he, he's um, he's feeling good, you know, and and uh, doing some doing some really good things, running running hard. What's the word on Jason Peters? 
on the field, all I got was he got rolled up. We'll, we'll find out more later tonight and tomorrow. Sproles uh, scored his touchdown. He went to the bench. You don't normally do that and congratulated him personally. Why was that an important moment for you and for Darren and for the team? I wanted to um, I wanted to go over and just, just sort of say welcome back and, and congratulate him. And uh, he just uh, he just looked up and and uh, just kind of whispered thank you, you know, to me. And and um, he he's such a class act and a great leader on this football team. And um, obviously, it's unfortunate his situation, the injuries that, that have set him back. But for him to come out tonight and and uh, do the things he was able to do, and then the guys, I, I do believe the guys really wanted to get him a, a touchdown at some point, you know, and and. Uh, it's just it, it meant a lot to, to him, but it meant a lot to the guys as well. And and so I just wanted to I wanted him to know from from my standpoint how much I appreciate him. The way does he personify the resilience of the team? It's the way he works, the way he works. He 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 doesn't let anything. He's he's one of the guy one of the few guys that doesn't let anything bother him. Quite frankly, he through through this injury he has just battled and he has he has worked his tail off every single day to get back on the football field and. And uh, so proud of him and, and, and what he's been through and the adversity to, to, to come out and, you know, get, get himself in the end zone, get that touchdown tonight, I think is it's what he needs. You know, I think as an individual, that's what he needs. It kind of well, now will we'll, we'll catapult him this next week and the, the remainder of our season, however many games that is. And um, he just he just epitomizes the, the heart and soul of our football team. And and it was really really good for that to see you know for us to see that tonight. Well, Doug, you mentioned uh, rhythm earlier. Was uh, that the reason you want at least a little bit of tempo early to try to get Carson in the rhythm? That and that and, and we just you know a lot of times when when you know we get a, a substantial gain a chunk type play I like to like to kind of get on the ball because the you know the play clock is running down you know a little bit and it just helps us get on the ball and then it just helps our offense settle in our quarterback settle in and. Um, we did it a couple times tonight, just to kind of change the pace just a little bit, and um, it was effective. Wins under sweat center, center more just part of the uh, part of the game plan. Just part of the game plan. Yeah, a little bit, and just just the way the, the game the game plan went this week. Yeah. It seemed Carson improvised a lot more today. How much more dangerous does it make the offense when he's scrambling around, extending plays, and creating like that? Well, anytime he can he can extend plays with his legs. Um, he's such a good athlete, and he, he throws well on the perimeter. Um, I think it's just an advantage to the offense, and um, he was able to do that tonight. Made made a I think in the first first half I think made a nice throw to Nelson Aguilar coming across the field, and then in the second half I believe Golden Tate a couple times, and just being able to do that just um, you know helps us stay on the field and. Um, he, he, he's gifted at doing that, and and um, I mean, it's just something that just just happens naturally for him, you know. And, and it's uh, it's an exciting play. What well, uh, worked with Golden Tate uh, so well tonight? Just kind of what have you learned about him the last month when things haven't you know necessarily been going according to plan? You know, I don't know if it's, it's as much Golden Tate as just I think I think the offense allowing the offense to work and and just a lot of those throws Golden Tate wasn't necessarily the primary guy, you know, it's just, you kind of get through your reads or, or, you know, a, a broken play and, and, and Carson found him. So he, he's beginning, going back to gold. I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's kind of found a rhythm. He's kind of understanding the offense a little bit more. And um, I think, I think tonight it was, 
uh, it was really good to see because the ball got spread around uh, a little bit in the passing game, and, and uh, uh, he had a he had a nice night tonight. Does the approach change when the team has to switch quarterbacks midstream? No, I mean you still have to stick with your game plan and, and, and stick to, to you know because obviously you know you plug the, the backup quarterback in and but you, you still have to you know stop the run and, and do those things but um, it, it doesn't it doesn't change um, doesn't change anything about your game plan you know moving forward. Against case, at what point did the backs I'm sorry. At what point did the back spasm start, and what's the level of concern about him right now? Yeah, obviously we'll you know we'll evaluate him, evaluate him further tomorrow. But uh, they they started um, you know pregame and and then just precautionary just just decided to to keep him out. There was a play uh, early. Uh, speaking of Golden Tate, um, he was over in the flat and Carson kind of had a scramble drill and Tate turned it upfield, I think, and then in the you know, part of the end zone that was Carson Wentz on the run. Um, how much of that is just the quarterback and the wide receiver kind of being on the same page and, and knowing how to play? Yeah, you know, we, we spend a lot of time in, in training camp and stuff with, with scramble rules, you know, and in, in, in assignment football when we're down in the in the red zone. And, and um, I want to say that the play was actually designed for Alshon and um, – it wasn't there, and then he had to move. And then, and then, Golden Tate, being a veteran guy, knew how to get himself open and and uh, you know get in a position to, to make that make that play. Looks like the offensive line um, has played much better the last two games than they did earlier in the season. Would you agree with that? And why? Is it, and if so, why is it all starting to kind of come together? For them? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, we had a little injury up front. Um, you know, Jason Peters with. Uh, you know, with with Lane and 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 you know different things, and and I think I think the guys are this time of year. I mean, I, I think everybody's just kind of settling in and and uh, you know gelling just a little bit, and and uh, that group has the last couple of weeks have played have played well, and um, you know I, I I I told them before the game that we were gonna you know we were gonna have to ride their back again, you know, in, in this football game, and and. Um, you know they they embrace that they want that and, and I just think that this is a this is a good time for them to, to really start start coming together. All right, thanks. Got you moving, maybe doing a little more uh, improvisation uh, uh, than maybe we've seen in previous weeks. Um, what was the question exactly? With more play action and it allowed you to maybe move a little more and, and maybe uh, do a little more improvisation. Yeah, I mean just play action and. Um, kind of boots and nakeds and stuff um, are, are something that uh, we've always, you know, thought was kind of one of our bread and butters, especially on first and second down. And um, getting the run game going uh, really uh, opens up those things, and so uh, gets gets me on the edge a chance to make some plays, guys a chance to make some plays down the field and, and underneath and everything. So uh, yeah, I thought we used that effectively tonight. Carson's had one of the better games of the season. Uh, it was good last week against the Giants as well. Do you feel like things are starting to come together for you guys? I do. I do. I think we're really kind of um, playing well together, meshing together, um, kind of doing uh, what we do best, you know, running the ball, uh, kind of relying on those big guys up front from play actions, nakeds, boots, um, trying to stay on the field on third downs. You know, we got to clean up some things in the red zone for sure. Um, but but things are, you know, we, we left some plays out there, no doubt, but um, we're kind of starting to kind of mesh a little bit offensively. I like the chemistry is getting a lot better with Golden Tate and getting a feel for him. Yeah, I mean, every, I mean, every week, every practice, um, kind of every opportunity with Golden uh, is just – 
uh, an opportunity to just um, build that relationship, build that chemistry. And uh, tonight you made some great plays. Uh, made some great plays after the catch too, which is which is big. Um, and it was good to finally get him in the end zone too. Is that kind of like the role you envisioned for him when? When you got him, it kind of took a little while to get there. Yeah, I think, you know, first and foremost, um, Golden's a great player. Uh, we feel we got a lot of guys offensively that we can spread the ball around to. So uh, we never truly try and focus in on one guy. Uh, we're just trying to go after, you know, maybe uh, the weak link in their defense or um, just kind of how to let the play come to you. And tonight he was in the right spot and made some great plays. And uh, we'll keep building from there for sure. Carson, this is like the second week in a row you guys were balanced, like running the ball as well as passing. Um, you know, especially with Josh Adams, like how important is that for you guys, you know, as far as winning? Yeah, I mean, running the football um, is really our bread and butter. You know, I think it gets those uh, the big boys up front going, um, kind of gets uh, the defensive line uh, kind of out of pass rush mode, I think. Uh, so so that's something that's big for us, and just staying balanced and using that, uh, I think, is really our MO for sure. What happened on the interception in the uh, red zone? Yeah, I just forced it. I forced it uh, underneath coverage, kind of kind of got there, and um, just threw it behind him, and Norm made a great play, and I definitely won. Uh, kind of kicking myself, want to get back. Carson, just about being in the situation right now where you win and now you st- you find more life with each win. Just talk about where you are right now as a team, having won and finding that new life again. Yeah, I mean, it's big for us, uh, especially where we were, uh, not winning too straight and, and trying to kind of get some momentum going. Uh, doing it against an NFC East opponent is huge and, and now kind of setting ourselves up um, to, to, to make a run, you know, to, to try and do something special here. And uh, I think we're, we're again, Leaving some plays out there, but we're still fine. We're finally starting to click a little bit um, and mesh together, and you know I, I'm, we're we're extremely excited for next week's opportunity for sure. In recent weeks, you have you didn't get sacked today. Oh. What's been the difference for the offensive line, and how does that make you feel when you know you're not going to get touched the whole out? Yeah, and again, hats off to the line. You know, they played great football game, uh, both running the ball and protecting me, keeping me upright. Um, you know, it's hard to say exactly what the difference is, but again, I think just as an offensive unit, um, we're finally starting to kind of mesh and play together. And again, we're leaving plays out there. Uh, you know, there's plenty that I'm kicking myself I want back, but um, I think the offensive line uh, is really just starting to mesh and play well together. What is it like having Darren Spoles back, just knowing the journey that he's been through the last two years? Yeah, I mean, having Darren back is, is awesome. You know, he's a little spark uh, for us offensively. Uh, I was extremely stoked to see him uh, get in the end zone. You know, it seems like it's been a while since uh, he's been out there, been a while since him and I got to play together. Um, so having him back in the huddle, having him make some plays the way he did, uh, it definitely gives our offense a little motivation, a little uh, a little spark, and it was it was great to see tonight. Carson, how much does Zappers, uh, the way he runs his routes, the way he, he's seemingly very predictable, he kind of understands where to be and kind of when to be there, how much easier does it make your job? Yeah, I mean, it makes my job uh, way easier. You know, having a guy like Zach Ertz again, you know, it seems like we talk about him all the time, but uh, he just completely understands the game uh, from almost a quarterback's view. Uh, knows where he needs to be, knows coverages, uh, know, almost knows when I'm going to be hot and when to look early and all sorts of things. So um, just having another guy with, with that kind of intelligence, next level intelligence, um, and then also the way he just runs his routes and gets open. Um, he does a great job, and, and that's why we keep finding him. What does it mean to you professionally and personally, professionally and personally for him to break the Eagles' all-time single-season record for most catches? Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. You know, I didn't really realize uh, that. Um, at the end of the day, I know he, he's going to say the same thing. He's just happy we won. Uh, but that's, that's good for him, and uh, obviously we've still got a handful of games left. Seems like you've talked about starting fast for ten weeks now. What was the benefit of that first drive? It was huge. Uh, I think you know it almost kind of got the monkey off your back a little bit. Kind of um, like you said, we've talked about it a bunch, and we just haven't executed. And 
Uh, this week we did made some plays on third down. Uh, we got in the end zone there. You know, Golden made a great play getting open uh, on the scramble um, to finally you know seal the drive off. So uh, again, it kind of just felt like we got that monkey off our back and uh, started the way we wanted to start. Despite or just the offense is starting to mesh. How big will that be coming up against an improving Dallas Cowboys defense come next week? Yeah, I mean we know Dallas is a great team. They're a great team, a great defense. Um, they make things tough for you. Uh, so again, like you said, just the, the way we're finally starting to mesh a little bit offensively, um, it's going to be big for us going down there, and uh, we got our work cut out for us for sure. Despite Hertz's success, there was a report from ESPN yesterday that a team source said that there have been too many targets to him. Um, what do you make of that, and, and do yeah. you feel like there's any validity? I don't really, you know, think too much into that, honestly. I mean, the guy makes plays. You know, he makes plays. He gets open. Uh, I think our effectiveness rate when I when we do throw his way is, is pretty successful. So uh, I'm not if, – if, if it wasn't, yeah, it would be something we need to evaluate. But, you know, he gets open, uh, plays great football, and he's having a heck of a year. Carson, tonight I think gives you the second most 300-yard games in franchise history. What does that mean to you? And are, are you a bit surprised that you've been able to put up those kind of numbers this early in your career? Yeah, honestly, I don't I don't really know much about the numbers. Uh, I know that we left some yards out there. I know I missed a couple. Um, so I, I really don't don't think too much about 300-yard games or this or that. Um, all I know is at the end of the day, we got we got a win, and we're finally getting some momentum going. Doug said he felt like the players wanted Sproles to uh, get in the end zone tonight. Was that something you had discussed with him at all throughout the week or even today? Uh, it was nothing we really discussed, um, but you know we, we all knew finally getting him back out there, um, what he kind of brings to the offense, like I said, just a little spark. and. Uh, he's kind of a quiet leader, and everyone just respects how he works. And uh, man, it was just really good to get him back out there and, and to get him in the end zone. We were all pretty excited about that. You had a few big catches towards the end of the game. How how uh, reliable has he become in the last couple? Of Say Alshon. Yeah, Alshon's great. You know, another guy that, that understands the offense, understands defenses, um, and plays with uh, you know just a, a sense of urgency and getting open, and uh, just again he understands the game and just having his big kind of physical abilities that he has, uh, big target, great hands. Uh, it's it's a guy that uh, when in doubt, you know, I can look his way too, and uh, you know even when he's covered, he's not. So uh, you know, hats off to him. And again, we have a lot of guys we can spread spread the ball out to. So I'm, I'm pretty fortunate. Thanks, Thanks guys. You won't be able to decipher it, but it's all runs, by the way. It's all runs. No passes on here. Are we on the record yet? No. Good morning. Good morning, morning. Lane Johnson seemed to play very, very well, especially as the game progressed last week, coming off his knee and a lingering ankle injury. How did you see him play, and did you notice that it seemed like you leaned on him as the game went on? You, I think, ran four straight times in the last four plays of a touchdown drive behind him. Where is he, and what does he mean when he's right? Yeah, since uh, you know, since the Jacksonville game, the injury, and and uh, you know, weeks after, he he's really he's really in a good place mentally, physically, um, playing playing back to the Lane Johnson that we're all uh, um, that we all know he can and. Um, you know, there's there's times when when really that right side of our offensive line has probably been, you know, from just from a positional standpoint, probably been the most consistent all season with Brandon and Lane over there, and doesn't take anything away from the other guys. But um, those two and the combination of those two have been have been pretty good, and and what Lane's been able to provide um, these last few weeks is just um, that same that same old demeanor that that he's capable of doing, and and you do have a lot of confidence, obviously, when you're when you're calling runs 
uh, to, to maybe to maybe lean that way, or it could be based on what the defense is giving you too, because you know our analytics show a certain thing defensively. So, but yeah, I'm I'm excited where he's at, and uh, you know look forward to these next few weeks with him at that level. I guess here for the last 20 years, when you have a dominant tackle, you can kind of build an offense around that. You pay them a lot of money, you've given them a lot of responsibility. What does it mean to your team as a whole and your offense as a whole when he's playing to his ability? Well, you, you see it with his excitement and enthusiasm after plays, after runs. You see, you see him down the field. You know whether it's a first down uh, sign or or something in the end zone. You know he, he's excitable, and, and that kind of kind of fuels your your group, kind of fuels your offensive line. Number one. Um, and and then it, and then it feeds to the rest of the team because the, the the guys notice that. I mean, the defense notices that, um, and, and vice versa. I mean, it plays plays both ways. But uh, yeah, he he's playing he's playing like the old the old Lane Johnson. Darren Sproles roll be Monday night, and he told us yesterday that his injury was more than just a hamstring. Can you elaborate on that at all? Uh, well, obviously there you know he had the hamstring. Then there was there was a little setback. You know, um, and and uh, his role uh, is just is going to be you know um, without giving you giving away the game plan a bunch. But you know, we we gotta first of all we gotta make sure you, you can't. I guess you can't just say, hey, Darren, here, here's the game plan. Let's go. You're back 100. percent You're rocking and rolling. Uh, we're gonna put you in. You're gonna get X number of touches. You're gonna return every punt and, and do all that. I think that's. Uh, it's a disservice to him and, and in fairness to the rest of the guys. But Darren's role is going to be, you know, we'd love to see him back there on some punt returns. Um, we'd love to see him get in the mix on, on some third downs offensively, first and second down, get, get in there and, and get, you know, for him it's now about getting back to, to game speed um, and getting caught up with that and, you know, the physical nature of the game being tackled again. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We've got another day today to see where he's at, you know, physically, but uh, he's, he's doing well and, and on, on, uh, on track to play in this weekend. As you see, Doug, around the league, there's been two high-profile cases of assault this week. Is there uh, a stance you have or, your, or the organization has on if a player has been here or if there's a player elsewhere that you're looking at? Yeah, you know, I'm not going to get into all the specifics on, on, on the incidences and stuff like that, but... Um, I'm just talking about in, in terms of... Uh, policy from the organization there a- yeah and again I, without I, you know I'm not going to get into all the, the policies to obviously for you know protecting and the, the Eagles and, and but you know obviously there's not a place for, for this kind of behavior obviously and and uh, um, it's unfortunate you know because really two good great players for the for their respective teams and it's just unfortunate but um, you know it, it's something that uh you hope doesn't happen, obviously, um, and and you just hate it for uh, everybody involved because it's it's not it's not good, not good at all. Have you ever bring anything if that happens elsewhere? Do you bring it up as sort of a teaching point to your players that look to obviously a very high profile position? Uh, things can go sideways very quickly. Uh, yeah, I, I think, and, and you know, with with Brett's staff and and my communication with the team, we're constantly talking to our players about protecting themselves outside of this building, and you know, um, and they they just have to understand that, you know, they're high profile guys. They're they're going to be in the community. They're going to be in the spotlight, and um, you know, everybody everybody is a reporter. I mean, everybody has you know, obviously a cell phone and and can take video. So we just it's an awareness. Um, 
you know, understanding your surrounding, where you're at. And, and listen, your job is to, is to help us win games, number one. And, uh, um, that needs to remain the focus and then, and then just, you know, protect yourself when you're away from the building. Do you expect to have, uh, Sydney and Rasul for Monday night? And if so, like, will they go back to starting? Um, well, Sydney and Rasul have done well this week in practice. Again, we'll get another, another day today. I would say they're on track to, to helping us defensively, uh, in the game. Um, as far as starting, those are things that, you know, we just got to get through today and tomorrow and, and see, but, um, they should be available for us. Yes. In the game. Hasn't uh, practiced this week. Is, is he going to be able to play? He, he's he's doing well. He, he's done all our walkthroughs this week. Um, just hasn't performed in practice. We're just giving him, you know, uh, some rest on that on that toe, and um, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll what be, do you he'll see from Bennett yeah. over? Sorry, over like the last uh, six to eight weeks uh, from from Michael. It seems like he got a little slow start. Kind of worked. Yeah, worked. I think I think you know part of that is you know you're, you're, you 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 got to get used to the rotation. Number one, um, and of course, when you had you know Derek Barnett obviously early in the season and, and mixing all those guys in, so you know you don't get as many many reps. I think what you're seeing now is, is he's getting more reps. Obviously, he's getting more snaps in the game, and he's he's really become you know a, a dominant force. I mean, he's played extremely well. Um, he's been disruptive, been around uh, been around the quarterback, you know, in recent weeks, and um, you know it's he's he's really kind of. I think coming into and understanding the scheme defensively, and then and then obviously uh, uh, fitting fitting into his role. Your assistant said uh, this week that you've been very even keeled through the ups and downs of the season, that obviously uh, hasn't always gone according to plan. Who influenced you to be that way? Why do you think that's important for kind of the head coach uh, to take on that approach? Well, I think I think um, you know I think a lot of it has to do with my my faith, quite frankly. Um, as you guys know, I, I spend time in the morning just, just, just me and and you know reading with 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 God and just just kind of just kind of giving me a little perspective during the day. I think that really has been a big help to to me and, and my faith and and the way I am. Obviously, my parents who you know instilled in me at a young age. Um, and quite frankly, I think too the other thing is uh, being around this game for so long. Um, you know, there's so many ups and downs. It just it, it can drive you nuts if if you let it, and and you try to you try to maintain that that evenness, you know, mentality. I, I think that was probably back early early in my career, you know, uh, as as a quarterback. Just you know, you, you never want to let your opponent see you sweat. You want to make sure you stay pretty much calm, don't show your emotions, you know, type thing. And and I think that's been been a big part of kind of who I am. Kind of shaped me a little bit, and. Um, you know, I try not to let too many things uh, affect me on the outside, even though they might internally. Um, but uh, so I don't let you guys get to me very often. Is Jason Peters going to play? Uh, is, he, is, he, is he coming to be back today? Uh, Jason, uh, Jason is, is dealing dealing with something. You know, it's a personal issue, and I don't want to disclose that. I'll let you talk to him. But um, very optimistic and hopeful that he plays. Yes. So as we get closer to the end of the season, the outside is going to say, you know, this and this have to happen for you guys to make the playoffs. And- Looking at all the scenarios, how do you make sure your guys don't get caught up in that sort of thing? You know, I, I think because of, and I listened to some of our player comments this week on on that same same topic, and I think they're right on. I think it's 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 unfortunate uh, where we are. You know, we we've kind of dug this hole for ourselves, and and the only way is to to climb out of it is is one game at a time. And I think that's uh, been the focus of the team, been been my focus obviously uh, this week. 
you know, we got to control only what we can control. And, and, you know, we got the Redskins on Monday night and it's going to be a great division battle. And, um, you know, all the things that they're talking about, we got to do. And, and we can't worry about playoff scenarios and, you know, all, we just got to make sure that we take care of our business and, and, uh, and, and see if that's good enough at the end. So you mentioned the Redskins, uh, so there's familiarity. But how much have they changed without Kirk as, as a team? They're obviously much different. Yeah, I mean, you know, they obviously they rely on on their run game. You know, Adrian, I think, has really given them a, a spark this year in the run game. And, um, you know, they should get they should get Thompson back, I think, and and, and get him back. It looks like he'll, he'll be ready to go. And, and so, you know, I think everything kind of goes, starts kind of with that. And, and, then, and then Colt, I think, is a quarterback that – um, knows the offense extremely well. Uh, you see it that you see it in his play. You see it in his decision making, and and you know it. Things haven't changed a whole lot. The ball might go to maybe some different guys. It's it's no different than when Nick played versus Carson. The ball sometimes goes to different guys. That's just different lens and what people are seeing. But um, I think it's uh, without saying you got to continue to you know either stop or slow the run game and then and then try to put pressure on the quarterback. That's always been a formula for uh, pretty good success, I think, defensively and and uh, make sure that make sure we handle our business that way. Okay. Hi, I'm Karis Fisher. I want to tell you about another podcast you should check out. It's called Recode Decode. Every week I talk to tech and media's key players about how they're changing our world. I interview tech executives like Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg, political figures like Hillary Clinton, and media personalities like John Carreyou, who literally wrote the book on Theranos. Once again, the name of the show is Recode Decode, hosted by me, Kara Swisher. You can find it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. See you there.